We are back in town. Why have we got so many stands? I might, I might take one for gigs. I'm going to start recording gigs with a stand. Actually, people look at me like a nerd carrying a You're big old... You're such a nerd. Big old stupid stand. That's a nice one. Because they're like quite thin. <laughs> See? <laughs> Can we go? Can we? Uh, I was I was howling at the episode where we just kept listing icons. That was <laughs> ridiculous. Just, this is weird. We just playing top. What, what should we? What should we list off today? Different types of uses for tripods. Different types of uses. There's literally only one use, the right? Foods that Darren's decided not to eat anymore in the last week. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am gonna try. Are we recording? I I am gonna try uh, some new restaurants. I think. Uh, okay. What, what, you, know, you know what we should do? You're gonna move away from. Uh, uh, Pepe's. No, I don't do that. Is Pepe's a restaurant? I mean, yeah, I would say no. so. Why would you? Why would you disrespect Pepe's? It's a takeaway with seats. Every week we talk about this fucking takeaway. <laughs> it's the best. Jesus, we haven't been in the studio for so long, and immediately we're onto Pepe's. It's the best. What, you what to do? restaurant do you want to try out next? I, okay, so I'm thinking. Right, I want to eat more out, like no. a fancy place. Sorry, you want, do you want to say that <laughs> sentence again? <laughs> Shame is delicious. Welcome to Shame is Delicious, where Darren Harrier has just admitted that he wants to eat out more. That exactly. I want to eat out more, yeah. eat out to help out. Because yeah. if I go out, if I go out, you know, and I want to eat something and I'm alone, for example, yeah. I will go Pepe's or I'll go Nando's okay. or something like that. But what I think I should do is I think I should try, you know, different types of restaurant a little bit more. Okay. And you are a guy who goes to lots of restaurants. I do. Hi, everyone. My name is Ishan Akbar. If you are unfamiliar with the podcast, welcome. Uh, oh, hi. Yeah. <laughs> Darren Harriet. We're back in the studio. We're, we're just like, we're all juiced up because we're yeah, back we're, in the studio. Yeah, we're back in the studio. So our energy is like, we're very excited because we did three episodes on Zoom. Uh, and they were, I thought they were very good, actually. No, they fucking and shout out, Shout out to Owen and Alice. No, the team's great. We got the, the team, team did an amazing job. Make it made it look lit. Make it look what? Lit. <laughs> you didn't say lit. No, you went glit. No, I said lit. No, you didn't. I said made it look lit. Oh, okay. I thought you said made it look lit, and you tried <laughs> to style it no. out. It made was, it look uh... clitty. Uh. Oh. Uh. <laughs> oh, no one like that. But yes, you were saying restaurants. I yeah, I like a restaurant. And yeah, I... give me. Okay, how about this? How about we do this on the do this on the podcast? Give me a restaurant, and I will go there. And I will happily come back and review the restaurant. Okay, well, it depends. It depends entirely on the kind of experience you want. Because there was a time in my life where I wanted to become a food reviewer, food critic. Yep, yep. Uh, and I would, I started writing some stuff up, but I went to so many uh, different types of restaurants. Yeah, yeah. But it depends on what kind of vibe you want. Is it for a date? Are you going out with mates? What no, kind of food? no, no. Let's let's say, hmm. No, because with mates, it's it's weird with mates because you you could just go anywhere. Let's say date because it has to be some. Let's say no, you, but there's some places where we when you go with mates, it makes the experience so much more enjoyable. So, for example, like Weatherspoons. You can go to Weatherspoons afterwards. That's what I mean. Weatherspoons with mates is fun. Yeah, it is. They fun. do reggae, reggae, chicken wrap. It's not very reggae, I'll tell you that. I bet, I bet it's just, a, I bet on the menu it's just chicken wrap. And then when, when he goes to the uh, uh, counter to order, they're like, do you mean reggae, reggae, chicken wrap? Say, so, what? Well, oh, why did you tell that guy that's a Bollywood wrap? 
onion bhaji wrap. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So, for example, there's a place I went to recently called Smoke Shack in Shoreditch, which is like a Texan barbecue. Oh, that's a bit... That's not a date place, though. It depends on the date. If they're, if they're up for, like, like getting their hands fit- dirty with some ribs and stuff... <laughs> I don't know. Your that. concept of dates always is dumb. I don't know whether that's a date place. Alice, does that sound like a date place? That could place? be a date. Like a date place. Be, I think that's a yeah, third. Yeah, but I mean, I don't... I think I'm a, a lot less <laughs> fussy about stuff than like perhaps remember. the people you date. No, no, that's a third date because you get barbecue sauce on your fingers or she gets it on hers and you're like, do you want to lick it off? You're like, and now we're ready. Let's go. Oh, no, I'd never do that. That's gross. <laughs> Have oh. you ever licked barbecue sauce off a woman's finger in a restaurant before? Have you not? No. No? I don't think I've ever licked anything off a person's finger before. In a restaurant. And then they call the police and you're like, No, never. No. Yeah, I feel like barbecue sauce is a bit it's a bit messy. All of that. Okay. It's, it's so bit... you want you, you want to go to a date that involves cutlery. What? <laughs> what you, why did you say that like uh, of course, that was a, that was the whole point. What do you mean? What, what, what did you do with our fingers on a date? Yeah. No. How, sorry, how do you think South Asians date? Well, yeah, maybe in South Asia, but not in not in Brixton. <laughs> I like how you said with cutlery as if like I'm some sort of snob. Okay, fine, you're one of those people, are you? Yeah. Yes, I am. I eat rice with a spoon. Okay. Do you? I eat rice with a fork. No, I eat with a spoon. Why would you? I eat rice with a fork if I'm with white people, but when I'm at home, I eat with my fingers. Oh, I get that. I get. Uh, yeah, I get the play not to white people when you're eating at times. You're like, oh, yeah, I I love using a butter knife. Of course I do. Yeah. No idea what I've actually got. I've got butter, butter knives at home. I don't even use a steak I, I tried knife. to mainstream the use of butter dishes at home and it just didn't... No one went for it. No, no. Even like steak knives and stuff. I've got steak I'm knives. I'm like, no, i got, I got tea. So how... <laughs> so what, you use a normal knife when you make steaks at home? Oh, yeah. Also, I don't make steaks at home. Who am I? Pierre White. Do you know, you feel... <laughs> <laughs> Marco Pierre White. <laughs> yeah, no, All I know. Right. Yeah, my, my friends. <laughs> Pierre White. Um, are you described as the kind of person that would make steak at home? Nah, the problem is... one of those, like, health, like, weightlifty dishes. Yeah. <laughs> the I know nothing with, about fitness. The, the problem with steak at home yeah. is that it always tastes like garbage because you, you never really know, like, if you like it medium or well done or whatever, it's never really that. It's always a bad steak. You'd rather go out to a restaurant and get a good steak. I remember speaking to uh, a chef yeah. who was working at a Michelin-starred restaurant, which I won't name. And I asked him about steaks. How do you make sure that you cook it properly, like medium, medium? Yeah. And he gave me this thing of where you press the the fat bit of your uh, hand. Yeah. But it all felt the same to me. <laughs> so I was like, I'm pressing it just as hard. I cannot tell the difference. But where's it? Yeah, but if I'm pressing here, where, where, what, what's so, that? Well done. Well to rest. So that's well, and that's rare. That's a bone. <laughs> that is a really well done steak. That is, dude. Yeah, but great for the audio listeners. Yeah. So what yeah. I'm doing? So basically, from the bottom of your thumb, all the way across to the outer bit of your wrist. Yeah. Medical right? terms. So you press down with your other thumb. If you have them, if you don't, I'm, I'm sorry. For it's the, supposed to get a bit more squishier. To it's meant to, get, meant to get squishy. But when they told me this, I was like, bro, it feels. Exactly the same to me. Imagine Prince Charles doing that with his hands. Those big fat hands. Those weird, soft, gooey, it's gooey like, hands. Yeah. King. 
Yeah. Say King. Oh, King King Charles, sorry. How dare I disrespect him? Yeah. Oh, yeah he's, a king. he's always a prince in my eyes. Have you have you uh have you sung the national anthem? Have you found yourself in a position where you've had to sing the national anthem and said queen instead of king when you're supposed to say king? Yeah, I've done that before. Yeah. I think I did that during the uh, World Cup. Because I've changed it now, isn't it? God save Sorry, the king. this is a thought of you at home. <laughs> what trousers off in London, England playing, and you're standing there singing. The... It was the serious question, <laughs> and then he said, "Yeah, I sang it during the World Cup." <laughs> no, because I only know. I don't know. I only. It's like the the national anthem for me is a bit like the Macarena. Like I only know the end part. The God save the bit, the middle bit. I'm just. Which, I'm sorry, which that. bit of Macarena do you know? Um, you don't know. That sounds like a Bollywood song. What are you doing? I know this part. Hey, oh That's it. God save the queen, king. <laughs> <laughs> king. That's gonna take a year. I'm still not used to that. That's embarrassing. I know the first time they all sang that, somebody said queen, and I. Like, oh, I, I I know uh, someone who cried when it first changed from queen to king. They cried. Yeah. Why? Because they missed the missed the Queen. Oh my god! It's, you know what it is. Like I, I don't mind the royal family. I've got no issue with them. I would happily do the royal variety performance. I, <laughs> I just think it's very odd when people have that kind of like emotions for for just the whole, you know, the whole royal family over. Like they'll cry over anything. Like there's a new baby born, and they're like, oh gosh. You don't cry over anything anyway. Yeah, tears are. Do, do you feel shame when you cry? No, I get. I feel anger that I've let myself down. <laughs> Crying. Welcome got, to the Mental Health Podcast Edition. I ain't got time. Oh, shame is delicious. I ain't got time for tears. What <laughs> time? This is tears of pussies. Yeah, yeah. This is how mental I am, right? I because I when I did therapy, everything that I, obviously, everything that I've done, yeah. that I've paid for to yeah. like do for myself, I put it close to how much I paid for therapy. So my therapy was eighty pound a session. Right, and I'm just... like, and I'm like, hmm, my Japanese classes are fifteen pounds. I could do, I should just do them instead. <laughs> Everything therapy. else, uh, uh, anytime I've been to like a, a massage. You, sorry, you'd rather put up with the stress of learning an Asiatic language, yeah, than do therapy. Then, no, 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 it's not that I didn't like therapy. I'm like, I've paid eighty pound a session for this. What could I do that would be more fun? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I put everything into that eighty pound, and I've done, I've done like loads of stuff instead of therapy. So I don't Japanese. think I, I don't feel like I need therapy. Anyone. None of us feel like we need therapy. I feel like I've completed therapy. When, when, when was the last time you cried? When was the last time I cried? Is that a sign of you being well? That you just Thank remember you. when you cry? Thank you, Owen. It's a sign of me being well. This guy cries all the time. Oh, it's Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday. I don't cry anymore. Yeah, you do cry. When was the last time you cried? Probably three or four years ago. No, it was not free. You did that's a that's a real lie. But no. you cried at the last World Cup. No, I didn't. Up. What when Morocco got through? <laughs> <laughs> you did not cry. Why you cried at the Olympics? You did not cry free for. I refuse to believe. No, that. genuinely, I, I don't cry anymore. What What happened? What did you do? Uh, what happened was, is that every time I cried, and I WhatsApp my friends, i.e., you, you'd all start having to go at me for crying. Yeah, you were like that, that Save Britney. <laughs> once, <laughs> once I got once I got really drunk. And I was crying, and I sent a video to everyone in the uh, in a WhatsApp group, telling them how much I loved them, and they were messaging me back saying, "Grow the fuck up." Yeah. 
It was, it was so uncomfortable. You know when somebody sends you a video message and it's so uncomfortable, you watch two seconds of it and you just you immediately have to stop it because you, you feel sad. That was him I didn't, feel, I didn't feel shame with it. You know, I expressed my emotions. No. Yeah. I was definitely not catching. I was just worried about being in the aura of the cry. Yeah, yeah you don't want to be anywhere was, near the it cry. It was upsetting me. Yeah, no. I'm, I mean, look, I'm a big fan of people uh, expressing their emotions and feelings, just not the sad ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only, only happy ones. Ha no, not even happy ones. I don't, I don't mind angry ones. Angry, <laughs> being angry is a fucking great emotion. It's yeah, a great it's feeling. True. Especially when you're angry and you're in the right. But I've also been angry and I'm in the wrong. And I just, what, I'm, what's, I'm, I'm stubborn, man. What, do, you, do you remember the funniest time, like when you were like angry and you knew you were in the wrong? Mm, I've been angry. I've been angry in public when I've done some, you know, when you've like, oh, I'm trying to remember. I, know, I can feel it. I've seen it. you shout at someone. And what did I do? What you, did they do, sorry? They hadn't paid uh, some rent, I think, to someone. Oh, you in Edinburgh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't mind talking about that story. Oh, that fucking guy. Oh, my God. I won't say surname. You mean Adam? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So basically, there's a Ro guy. No, it was not. There was a guy at Edinburgh who, uh, who owed our friend, one of our podcast guests, yeah. Maso Graham money, right, for a gig. Yeah. Maso did was the it gig. for a gig or rent? No, it was a gig. Right, okay. Maso did the gig. Yeah. And then uh, the guy was like... Oh, it was Christmas time. He goes, oh, it's Christmas time, you know. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I'm a bit broke at the minute. Uh, and it was for um, university. And the guy had been paid. Masai was chasing him up and he went, oh, sorry, bro. But because it's Christmas time, I've had to use the money to get presents and whatnot. Da, 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 da. And Masai's nice. like, what the hell? Anyway, this was Christmas. Remember, Edinburgh is August. August. We're in August. And then the guy has asked our other friend, Jay Handley, if he could stay at ours, because we have that yeah. place with the spare room. Yeah. And Masai's There's like, an article in The Guardian of us staying together. Oh. There, there is an article in The Guardian. We're holding pots and pans. <coughs> pans in the kitchen. Yes. Check it out. It is a fun picture. Yeah. Anyway, Masai is a bit like, mm, I don't really want him to stay because he owes me money, etc. And I'm like, yeah. And Jay, Jay, typical, like, good guy. Good heart, yeah. He's a good heart. He's like, oh, we'll just let him stay. Anyway, he stayed. And I'm angry. I'm yeah. furious that yeah. this guy is at the house because he owes my friend money. Yeah. Anyway, he keeps saying he's going to pay him back. He doesn't pay him back. So every time I see him at the festival, I'm yelling at him to pay. That I'm yelling. Like, I'm like, you owe him money. Where's his money? And he, he was just hiding from me yeah. continually. And he kept saying he was going to pay him back. And guess what? Still hasn't paid him. Has it, him even to this day? Still hasn't paid him, no. Because there was one evening where I thought it was going to spill over. No, outside, it never spills over. Outside outside outside. I know where to go. I know just where to go before it spills over. Because I never, I know, I won't spill over. But if they think I'm going to spill over, it's yeah, pretty fun. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Oh, God, the feeling of just anger is just great, isn't it? <laughs> Even talking about this, I'm like, oh. oh I'm getting all riled up. Oh, it's fun. That's the thing with me. It's like comedy and it's angry. Yeah. And then sadness, it doesn't really. It, it, even when I'm like. Upset yeah. or annoyed. Upset. Even saying upset sounds weird to me. Yeah. Even when I'm like not happy about a certain situation. Yeah. Uh, it's either comedy. I even make it funny or I'm just like just annoyed. I had a four year period of being a very angry man. 24 to 28. I was a very angry man. Why were you angry? Because uh, looks wise, that's your peak. <laughs> it is. 26 is 20, 26. I think I've had a glow up recently, actually. It's the glasses. 26. 26 is the peak. Glow up. 
of uh, your peak looks. I nah. was probably angry at 26 I, as well. I don't think it is. <clears throat> I think different people grow into their face, their hair, their, their wisdom, whatever it is. Some people get better looking in their 40s and 50s. No one gets better looking in their no, 40s and 50s. Like know. who? George Clooney? George Clooney looks like a cadaver. <laughs> It looks like he's. It looks like he's. It looks like a melted candle. No, George Clooney's peak years were in his older years. No, I would uh, for sure. I don't think. Nah, yeah. ER George Clooney. George Clooney. ER George Clooney was a real sex bum. I don't know if he was. No, he's better now. Yeah, what? there you go. You guys are off your. See? You guys are off your head. No, definitely. Is this going to be our new icons? Where yeah. We just name yeah. Hot... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we just go through List celebrities. Off people who got better looking with age. <laughs> you, it's like saying Brad Pitt's hotter now than he was when he was thirty. It's mental. 26. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's one of those people that looked better when he was younger. He's consistently hot. He's, I would say, I will give you that. Brad Pitt, out of everybody, is consistently hot. Madonna's hotter now. <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> is happening with her? I don't know, bro. Can we talk about Madonna? What is going on? <laughs> she wants to be cool. She wants to be edgy. She wants to be, like, black. She wants to be Latino. And she, she wants to be this, like... Does she even want to be a pop star anymore? Because she just seems I like she wants know. to be this pariah of, I don't know, like perverse activities or whatever. I feel like Owen was going to say something. I was going to say that it, she just keeps reinventing her look and it's quite topical, isn't it, with the whole Sam Smith stuff as well? Yeah, like <clears throat> all of this stuff. Like, <laughs> What do you think of Sam Smith? Listen, I don't get people, let people do what they want to do because like growing up, I remember seeing like people like Freddie Mercury and... Boy George and all these people, you had all these crazy looks out there. Yeah. And actually, I feel like nowadays in today's generation, there aren't that many people doing crazy shit like that. Yeah. Like it's quite nice that Harry Styles wears like quote unquote gender bending outfits because that's what you want from pop stars. But do you think people only give a shit about Harry Styles dressing the way he dresses because he's uh, seemingly straight? Whereas there's queer people who have been doing that for years and no one, no one's like, oh, look at them. But Harry Styles, he gets a lot No, of I think with Sap. No, I think generally with Harry Styles, people are fine with it. Also, he's thin as well. Which... Yeah, he's a good looking lad. Whereas with Sam Smith, he's a big guy doing it. I, uh, so I. Uh, the white Lizzo? <clears throat> Last year. Uh, want to say that again? The white Lizzo? You got the white Lizzo, Wizzo. <laughs> Wizzo, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I was on a date about a year ago. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Uh, in Leicester Square. Oh, boy. And uh, you could tell it was after a 99 gig. <laughs> I did a Saturday gig with this girl. I mean, we went to one of those Leicester Square Chinese places, which is just awful. Chinatown. There's yeah. some good ones there. Nah, they're all really small and very expensive because it's, it's, you know, it's Chinatown, so it's just busy. And we was in there and we're just sitting on a table and it's about 11 p.m. It's late night. And we look and I'm like, I think that's Sam Smith. And she, she was like an artist, like a singer. And she right. was like, that's Sam Smith. And the first thing we said was, Oh, he's got fat. <laughs> we never seen him. We went, oh, he looks fat. Looks yeah, like really yeah. big. Yeah. And he was with about four other guys who I said looked like black gay guys from the future because they all had silver hair right. and like silver eyeliner and they had these really like reflective clothing on. And I was like, had oh. they done a performance or something maybe? No, it didn't look like they come, they just looked like they were just hanging out. hanging out. And I was like, oh, these guys look cool. These guys look like futuristic. And I really wanted to go up to them and, and just like chat to them because they looked like they had so much like knowledge of, you know, what's going to happen to the world in 20 years time. And as of a there. Sorry that, that, sorry, that look is your measure of whether or not someone is wise about the future. Dude, the, yeah, that's my <laughs> oracle. <laughs> And, I, and as he's sitting there, they're just like eating or whatever. And I was like, where's the security? 
Because this is Sam Smith. I'm like, where's the security? He doesn't need security. And I was, because I was, the security guard. Sam there. Smith prefers they. I was just about to say they. They, sorry. Yeah. Where's Sam Smith's security? <laughs> yeah. Where so is their security? Yeah. I'm like, where, what's going on? Sorry, Sam. I know you listen. I know you listen. And I was like, where's the security? And as I'm looking, there's this guy sitting alone on a table. Oh, uh, with a gun. All black. With an AK-47. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's, a guy, there's a guy dressed like Rambo yeah. sitting down next to him. And there's this little guy, there's like an Asian guy just sitting there and he would, with nothing, nothing on a table, just like this. And I'm like, I bet you that's the security. I bet you. And everybody walked past, because obviously people walking past going, oh, Sam Smith. Yeah. Get a photo. You would see him like slowly like move up a little bit. And I'm like, oh, that's, uh... that's his security. I was like, because everybody kept coming up to this guy going, oh, do you want a drink? Or do you want, you know? And he's like, no, no, I'm fine. And he was just sitting there like this. As he's, and I was like, oh, that's wicked. It's, it's quite, I quite like it when like Asian people do security yeah. for these, like, you know, King Charles is uh, head of security is like an Asian dude. Yeah. Looks like Love Dev. It's like a, <laughs> looks like Love yeah, Dev. it is a spitting image of Love Dev Bob Hagen. It, I'm here to protect the king. Yeah, yeah. And he, he also, he looked bloody cool. Like during, when he was during the um, funeral. Yeah. Like this guy had like gray beard. Wow, and he's got like the, you could see the guns hidden in under his tailcoat. Like he, yeah, you yeah. You he looked have... the business, and it's like it's just nice seeing Asian people in uh, positions that seem to require some sort of physical prowess. Yeah, because not that's not something that's usually associated with us. Speaking of physical prowess, hello. Would you <laughs> what What do you think of uh, Sam Smith's outfit? The one that everyone's losing. Hey, their it's not for about. me. Yeah, but if they want to wear it, they wear it. Also. Let's not forget the role that PR plays in all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they've got an album out or a yeah. single, whatever it is. Yeah. That, and if they're able to get Sam Smith into these outlandish outfits, like that stupid thing they were wearing at the Brits. I thought Sam Smith's outfit <laughs> in the, the video, the song, wrapped in rope or whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> that was wild, dude. Yeah. Like, you're a fat guy. I've been very fat. I would never wrap myself in rope. So that, that was actually quite hurtful. The way he just pointed at me went, you're a fat. <laughs> it was just so uncalled for. It was just completely. You, hey, you're a fat guy. You know about this. <laughs> hey, hey, what'd you wear? Would you tie a rope around you so you look like a lamb? Hey, would you? You understand? You're a fat guy. You get it. Right? You don't do that. I'm just thinking of me at my fattest. I would, I, like, because I look at what Samson's doing and I go, I have so much respect just in terms of, like, not giving a fuck because I gave so much of a fuck. I would never have wrapped my... When you're fat, wrap yourself in rope. You're mad. Are you saying that I don't give a fuck? <laughs> now, you give, you give a fuck because you would never do something like that. Yeah, I would. Actually, yeah, you would. I don't, I know, should... why I, I don't know why I'd... Oh, yeah, you would. I would. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah, you're, you're great like that. But I, I just think it's, it's mad how people are saying that Sam Smith's the devil. Oh, yeah. It's man. like, come on, dude. I'm actually thinking of trying to source Sam Smith's outfit for the NCAs on Friday. Oh, just rock up. It's not the NTAs. NCAs, the National Comedy Awards. Oh, that's what they're called? That's how you do I'm so out of comedy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know I'm doing dancing and ice. I'm like, you mean the NTAs, yeah. don't you? The, the National Television Awards, yeah. guys? Oh, uh, you mean the BAFTAs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You going as well? Yeah. Oh, see you there. We're on the same table. Yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. The shall, I, shall I try and source the rope outfit? 
If you could do that, that would be the funniest thing ever. If you uh, can, I oh, can I be like your handler? <laughs> Sorry, like a BDSM party. Yeah, I just realised that's gonna, that's going to be <laughs> me crawling be. around dressed like roast lamb, and you just uh, with a leash. Just carry. <laughs> we, we're just walking past like Tom Allen and Judy Love yeah. at the Comedy Awards. It's like, don't worry is, about this. this is, we got a podcast together, and there's yeah, some other stuff. It's happening. something we do uh, because each athlete doesn't feel shame. So let's just test the theory. <laughs> Speak. Speaking of the Comedy Awards, the last one was hilarious. It was hilarious. So it's the Channel 4 Comedy Awards. And uh, last year, what they did was, because it's full of comedians, like every comedian you can think of, famous comedian, producers, TV people, all that. Um, it's at the Roundhouse in London. What they did was they did it at like 4 p.m. And yeah. it finished at like 6.37. And it was free drinks, free food, all that, because they know that comedians get hammered. And oh, if God. they do it, and it was a pre-record, and yeah. it's safer. Yeah. And comedians were hammered by yeah, seven I was, p.m. I was wasted. See, yeah, yeah. you were yeah. wasted. I had, I went to I had dance, so I I wasn't drinking, so I had dance. I was very good. <laughs> I know. Again, it, again, it's cheaper than therapy. Shut up, Alice. I can see Alice. Everyone's laughing. Fuck you. Right. I like dancing. Leave me alone. But <laughs> not on ice. <laughs> Fuck you. No, that's hard. <laughs> that's a good ice. It's hard. I think you're gonna make me cry. <laughs> Um, but uh, so they're, they're doing the Channel 4 Comedy Awards and it's this Friday, but instead of doing uh, sort of a late afternoon pre-record, they're doing a 8 p.m. Live. Live TV Comedy Award with free... That's going to be... It's, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. I'm surprised that they've... I don't know why they're doing that. Done that. Because it, it, uh, the, red, <clears throat> the red carpet is like 6.30. By yeah. 8 p.m. when it starts, people are going to be hammered. I cannot wait to go on the red carpet next to any other comedian and for the paps to be like, we don't know who Ishan Akbar is. No, someone's going to come up to you and give you a camera. Yeah. <laughs> be like, you're going to be on this side of the rope? <laughs> Sorry, mate. Yeah, that's always weird, isn't it? Because you don't know, who am I walking with? Wait for me. Because I don't, I don't want to walk up to someone more famous and just have to pretend. I'll be like, listen, <laughs> listen, Mr. Davies, we're <laughs> friends right now. That, oh, that is also hurtful. Why? <laughs> Darren's on one today. No, you're, you're fat and you're less famous than me. <laughs> no, I didn't mean it in that way. I meant it just because we're friends. I didn't want to walk up to, like I said, Greg Davies. I don't know him. I don't want to walk up to a strange, famous comedian and be like, we'll just, we'll just do this now. We're friends. Don't let go. Hold my hand. Yeah. Because I, I always do that. Whenever we go to those award ceremonies or whatever. I always try and find the comedians that I know, and I'm yeah, like, oh, let me just stay stick, with them. Let me just stick with them, man, because they get it. Because when you go to those awards and you you laugh at people who are like, you know, because I think we we have that arrogance, yeah, where because we talk on mics for a living, yeah, when we see other people do it and they're terrible, yeah, we find it hilarious. Yeah, we do. Yeah, like I find it so. That's why funny. I go to King Kong every month. <laughs> I find it hilarious just the way people hold mics. Who don't know how to hold a microphone? The one is the one at the bottom. Ah, or the one where they put the hand over the top of the. Yeah. Ah, what do you do? Who? No one holds a mic like this, you yes. weirdos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you take the mic out of them in front of you know people who you know producers or whatever, they get a bit weird. Whereas with comics, the thing is, for a lot of our listeners and people who watch this, like it. Sure, you, you might have seen us like on the podcast, but you might have seen us on telly or whatever, and it's like we're we're touching 
in some loose way the, the celebrity world. We are on the, we're just on the outside going round yeah, and yeah, round. Yeah. And so it is like, I don't know how you feel, but it is a strange, it's a strange thing like to be in those environments yeah. when you are not from that environment. And what I mean is there's a lot of people who are au fait with those environments because they've been around for a long time and they probably felt the same way that we did when they first started going to these kind of things. Yeah, yeah. But also we, <clears throat> we all never got into it to be in those environments. No. Like you started comedy because, you know, you just wanted to be a comedian, be your own boss yeah. and just do clubs. Own thing, yeah. Same here. So, and because my mum died. Uh, yeah, and because my dad died. Yeah, all right, so, God, all right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You should see Owen's face. If only there was a camera on Owen's face. On uh, you know what's funny? As I pointed to you, I did think, I was going to say, should I say his mum died? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you said it and I was like, yeah. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the real reason that's why. That's the real but, reason we but, do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you know, when we if we get interviewed on that show, we're like, yeah. oh no, because we open, just... open mic is therapy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Every laugh is a hug from my dead parents. Yeah. And... <laughs> <laughs> well, every laugh for me is shame, mum. You thought I couldn't do this? Did your mum thought you couldn't do it? No, she thought I did. Yeah. No, you did it after your mum died, right? I did. She did. She saw one gig, <laughs> well, how did that and get... then she died. Make of that what you will. <laughs> uh, there was two deaths that week. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> That's the clip, motherfuckers. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, it's funny. Shame is delicious. Ishan, what are you plugging, mate? What? Let's, let's go to plug. Uh, that's the funniest thing you've ever said to uh. me. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Ishan, what are you plugging, bud? Well, as of two days from now, Jeez. my Nationals tour begins in Bristol. I'm all over the country. Uh, at the moment, I've sold 2,669 tickets. <laughs> which means there's 2,669 more to go <laughs> across the whole tour. Go to ishanakbar.com forward slash tour. There are loads of tickets available in some cities and not very many tickets available in other cities. Go to my website, please buy those tickets. How about you, Darren? Uh, you can find me on tour in September. My tour Roadman is going all over the country. You can find those tickets literally everywhere. Find me on all the socials. And a big thank you to everybody who's voted for me so far on Dancing on Ice. I really appreciate all of the votes that have come in. Um, yeah, that's that's really it for me. I'm just just a tour in September, you know. Yeah, how Come you... see us at All Bar 1 yeah, for or... Just for Laughs London. Oh, sorry, not All Bar 1. The O2. O2. At All Bar 1, 4th of March, yeah. but just for last London. It's after. actually All Bar 1 at the O2, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because it would be weird if All Bar 1 was so big that they had an O2 in it. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah. I don't yeah. think there is an All Bar 1 big enough to house the O2. Uh, Ryan Reynolds will be also at the festival, and we'll do our best to get him on. No promises. Yeah, yeah really. I'm going to wear a Wrexham shirt. Okay, I, I, I swear to God, I thought you said I'm going to wear an erection shirt. Oh, <laughs> 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 whatever gets Ryan in. Yeah, whatever gets Ryan in, yeah. Deadpool, Erection, Wrexham. I love Always Sunny. <laughs> right, well, something exciting is about to happen because Owen has been banging on about wanting to play some audio for us. All right. We don't know what it is. Do you know what it is? No. No idea what it is. First time listening to this. Owen, <laughs> take it away. Nobody wants to be in this position. <laughs> no, I, love, I love Patsy yeah. as well, so. Oh, I love you. It's tough, isn't Such it? Such a yeah. Yeah. This dickhead was laughing. Nobody wants to be in this position in no, the No, I love, I love Patsy yeah. as well, so. Oh, I love you. 
It's tough, isn't Such it? Such a yeah. joy. Yeah. You love Patsy as well? Patsy. You know, love as in L-U-V. You know, like the cool kid love. Yeah, it's what happened. That was me and the skate-off. Right. Oh, really high skate-off. <laughs> yeah, it was me and Patsy. So I was up against Patsy, Patsy Palmer. Yep. Who's a legend. Whose daughter went to my school. What? Yep. Really? Yep. She's great. And um, yeah, we was in the skate-off. And I, I felt so bad because we've become like a little family yeah. on the show. Because yeah. we're all going through this. Um... They always say that. I don't believe that. Because if you're doing a competition... Can I just say something nice while I'm oh, sorry. talking about my friend? <laughs> we're friends. Fuck's sake. And yeah, Patsy's great. She was such a, she was such a nice person, such great energy. And uh, I love her. But you're happy that she's out. What do you mean I'm happy that she... Why would you say that? I mean, I would never say... I'm happy I'm in. I'm happy I'm still there. I think that's the first time Darren's ever used the L word. Yeah, but I, I can use it in that way. That way's fine. I could say, listen, I love my coffee. But that sounded like an, with an O. That sounds like one with an O and an E. Which one? That one? The, this one. Yeah, I said the O and an E. It sounded like an O and an E for... No, because earlier you said that was love as an L-U-V. Yeah, but I meant that just like as in like a friend love. But I've realised... How do you love in me? In the same minute. Who said, I, who said I have any of those type feelings for you? I might just be... I'm, I might hate you. But you don't hate me, do you? No, nah, I don't. I, I, I tolerate you. But Patsy, I, I love Patsy more than you. Do you? Yeah, yeah, I can say you that. actually? Yeah, she's great. She's so fun. You know, when you... Look, Ishan, I don't want to be that guy, but when you go on this sort of a journey where you're learning how to ice skate and you become... No, please. No, guys. Please. I haven't finished yet. Go on, go on. I haven't finished. Tell me about your journey. 12 years of skate. Gone. Most racist thing you've ever said. <laughs> Most racist thing you've ever said. Twelve years of skate. <laughs> I don't want to shut up. <laughs> Try to talk about my journey with my friends on Dancing on Ice, and you you resort to who's your who's your best friend on Dancing on Ice, other than Tippy, obviously. My best friend on Dancing on Ice. Well, look. <laughs> We're all best friends. No, you're not. You know? No, you're not. We're all... Uh, hold on. I know you're trying to create a divide between I'm us. not. You I will just... not divide us, sir. No, I, I'm not. I just want to know. We're all best friends. We all have a great time. We all train together. We eat together. Okay. Obviously, this we is proof. sleep together. I'm <laughs> about to prove how much bullshit this is. It's not bullshit. We're you filmed best... something called The Outsiders, right? I did, yeah. But Dave? I did, yeah. Were your best friends there? Yeah, we were really good friends. Uh, me and Maisie were really good friends. David Mitchell was great. He was fun. But who's your best friend from that crew? You have one. It's not David Mitchell, is it? Well, David Mitchell was, we never saw him that often. Oh, okay. We, we DM. Do you? No. <laughs> no. I mean, I would DM with David Mitchell. I did, I did QI with Victoria Cora Mitchell, and then she sent me a DM afterwards saying I was great, and I was very, very happy. Oh. That was one of the few things that I've, I was like, oh, you know what? I've worked with Victoria a few times. and then... <laughs> She never DM'd you. Never mind. Nah. <laughs> She's great, though. <laughs> She's great. Have you had any shameful interaction with uh, celebrity? I, I remember you telling me that you'd uh, slid into the DMs of... Shut up, dude! <laughs> but have you had can, I, can I say something? Before? Can I say something? New Year's Eve... <laughs> New Year's... Back to, I can't remember which, which episode it was, but you need to check it out. New Year's Eve this year, Lindsay Santora messes me and goes, oh, are you going to message Alexander <laughs> Burt this year? Oh. Like, you 
<laughs> I was like, fuck off, Lindsay. But in person, have you had a shameful interaction with any celebrity? Not that I can remember, no. I'm trying to think. No, have you had any? Shameful interactions. Well, I mean, I've had non-interaction with a particular celebrity that you know well about, which I won't talk about. Because that person just hates me for whatever reason. Don't hate, um, don't hate you. Shameful-wise, it wasn't shameful, but it was combative. Oh, okay. You tell yours. I've just thought of mine. So I won't say the name of the person, but they are, I know, and, you know, people are upset about that, but they're, they're pretty well known. They also anchor some shows on Comedy Central. And uh, they've written a book. That's like three people now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've written a book. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they're, they're well loved. I say they're well loved. Okay. And uh, a comedian. Yeah. And I met this person at uh, Latitude Festival um, when I was performing there with my then girlfriend, the girlfriend that cheated on me three times. Uh, I, know, I know this is. This me. was between cheats two and three. So we went to Latitude Festival. <laughs> Do you know what made it worse? Yeah. Is, sorry, just diversion. To take this person to Latitude, which is in like... It's Ipswich. such a whole thing. Because it's so far. It's so far, right? And they lived like near Windsor. Oh. I live in Essex. Yeah, you had to go. I had way. two nights at Latitude. What I did is I drove from Latitude to my house to drop my brother off. Drove over to Windsor to pick this girlfriend up. And then drove to Latitude. Oh, that's so far. And she was in between cheating then. Anyway, so I met this comedian... And I introduced my then girlfriend and said, this is blah, blah, blah. They're an amazing comedian. They've written an amazing book. You should, you know, blah. As soon as my girlfriend left, this comedian says to me, don't ever do that again. And I went, what? And they said, don't, don't ever fawn over me like that. And I said, I didn't fawn over you. I was introducing you to someone who doesn't know who you are. And she goes, it's very embarrassing. And I said, well, listen, would you rather I said you were a cunt? Yeah. And I think they were taken aback by the fact that I was this very junior, lowly comedian who just... How dare you speak to... Yeah. Do you not see I'm headlining? And they're like, well, no. And I said, well, look, I didn't do anything wrong, so I'm not going to stand for that. I'm really sorry. So, I'm doing 45 minutes here. You are doing 10. I How am doing you? 10 in the te the small tent. Oh, I did that talk. Cabaret then. bar. Cabaret uh, tent. Excuse me, do you mind not leaving? I am a comedian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've had I it before. I have used that line. I know. <laughs> they thought I was tech. I'm performing. No, there's another one. I know, I know the comedian you speak, and yeah, it, I, 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 completely yeah. See, I can see that happening. It was very bizarre. It's a, bit, it's a bit weird because, you know, the comedians, we generally don't like anyone giving our credits before we get introduced on stage. Yeah. British comedians, we hate that. Yeah. So, but it's a bit I weird. I don't. I love it. But it's a bit weird if you're introducing your partner. Like, oh, this is so-and-so. They, you know, they host this show. They're great. And they come up to you and go, don't, please don't do that. It's, it's a bit weird because it's only a quick interaction. Yeah, it's not, yeah. It's not like they're going off and doing 20, yeah. so... That and also, my, my girlfriend had no idea who the fuck you were. But I'll tell you one thing. Your response definitely threw said comedian because yes. they were not expecting no. her, this, this act to have yeah. so, much, uh, so much attitude. The thing is, them. a lot of comedians forget that I used to be, I was a banker for six years, so I've dealt with bigger cunts. Yeah, yeah. And true. bigger egos. So I think that's why people hate me in comedy. No one hates you in comedy. Just in life. Yeah. They just hate <laughs> you as a person. Thanks for that. I was, gonna, uh, I was just thinking to shame myself, it was uh, my meeting with Chris Rock. I love this story. It's, this it's, is a great story. It's the worst thing that's ever happened to me. It's in my so life. good. Is have that, you ever said this on the podcast? I don't think you I, have. I don't know. Have I ever mentioned Tell that? them this story. This is a great story. I, my, just, <laughs> I remember uh, uh, you messaging me at the time. 
God. I'll, I'll say this. My dislike of Chris Rock is so strong now. I actually kind of hate black comics. <laughs> I hate black comedians now. I have a, I have a slight dislike for all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Even myself. I look at myself in the mirror and go, why are you doing this? Well, obviously. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, so uh, last year, it was my mom's birthday. My mom's birthday is May 13th. I was in Birmingham for my mom's birthday. Uh, I don't stay at my mom's house anymore because I'm a grown man. I stay at a hotel. I stay at the Grand. Birmingham Grand Hotel. It's the best hotel in Birmingham. Everyone says it. I stay at the Grand. It's very nice. It's not that expensive as well. It's not a bougie hotel. Right. It's just located great. Anyway, I'm going back there about 11 p.m. I walk in. I go into the lift. The lift is on the right. Sit in the lift. There's a couple in front of me, two, a guy and a girl, uh, Asian couple, very, very attractive couple. Right. I was like, oh, they're really good looking. They're going to have great sex. I was like, yeah, good for them. Yeah. Turn to my right, there's a little black dude in a cap. I'm like, oh, interesting. He looks like Chris Rock. <laughs> and I know Chris Rock was playing at the Birmingham, mm, NA, yeah, yeah. NA or whatever, because my family were talking about possibly getting tickets to go see it. And I went, Oh my God, it's Chris Rock. He's got a cap really low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't want to be messed about. And I'm like, it's Chris Rock. And we're, we're literally, I'm closer to him than I am here because yeah. we're in a lift. Yeah. Turn to my right, giant security guard. I'm like, oh my God, it's Chris Rock. Yeah. Security, yeah. security, it's Chris Rock. Was the, was the security guard Asian or black? No, it was black. It was okay. black, just giant black guy. And it was just us five in this lift. <clears throat> and then the couple in front of me have turned. Started fucking, no. <laughs> The couple in front of me have turned because they've noticed oh. it's Chris Rock. And the guy goes, oh, how you doing, mate? And look dead stare. It's like, mm-hmm. Not even paying attention. And I'm like, right, this is my moment. <laughs> this is my moment. <laughs> yeah. What was it? Michelle McManus is that yeah, day? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm, I'm on. Leanna Lewis. No. Michelle McManus. Martine McCutcheon, who's oh, Michelle yes. McManus then? Which one's that? That was the one from X Pop Idol? I don't know. Pop Idol. Yeah, 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 Pop Idol. She was the same year as Gareth Gates? That 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 additional Living voice together, is yeah. that additional voice is John Pearson, who is gonna be a guest. Sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, got, I couldn't let that reference go. Yeah, he, he looked very upset. <laughs> <laughs> so I there was a lot of commotion at the background there, so I had to reference it. Right. Go so on. I'm on floor two. Not in the lift very long. Yeah. So I get... I, so the Asian couple have seen him. They, they've seen him. The guy's going... That's Chris Rock. Oh, you're right, mate. Yeah. yeah. And he's not even... No, he's yeah. just going... Mm -hmm. And I'm like, he doesn't want to chat. But... but <laughs> who cares? I'm a comedian. I, well. Well. So I turn around and went... Big fan. The first thing I said... Big fan. My family love you. We've been watching you ever since we were young. I just went off on this, like... Just, like, really beat him off. It's Chris Rock. We're in a lift together. Oh, my God. Doesn't even bat an eyelid. It's almost as if I'm not there, yeah. right? I see floor one go past. I'm like, uh-oh, I'm on the next floor. I'm like, it's desperate times. I'm also a comedian. And I, I said it like that, which sounds kind of fake. Yeah. Because I've just given him this spiel about how much you love him. And then because he's not responding, I've just gone, I'm also a comedian. And uh, to, in a bit to find some common ground. Just a little bit of common ground, yeah. dude. Yeah. I said, I'm also a comedian. And then, as soon as I said that, Chris Rock turns his head and I'm like... Towards you or away from Towards you? me. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh. He's going to ask me to go on tour with him. <laughs> <laughs> this is our moment. And he turns his head. Don't know why he turned his head because he didn't look at me. He just kind of looked like a little past me and he goes, 
Congratulations. <laughs> How good is that story? And then floor two, bing. I just walked out. And as I walked out, I looked past the, the couple that I took, and they were like this as I walked past. And I didn't even look at him. I just went, he literally went, congratulations. And I walked out the lift. And that was my interaction with Chris Rock. And then the next day, I went down for breakfast and I saw him there and I learned my lesson. <laughs> I didn't say anything to him. I just left. I felt so bad. Ever since then, though, I fucking hate him. I, re- I can't stand him. I wish Will Smith hit him with a bat. That is like... <laughs> You were like, at that person, you weren't black. You know what was mad? You were a... (laughs) (laughs) I would have raised you if you went up to him as a... Can I just say? Dude, I was defending him on stage that whole year. Yeah. Will Smith thing as well. All I wanted was, okay, Mm mm-hmm, anything, but congratulations. Or or just, uh, I hope it goes well for you. Yeah. Oh, it just melted me. It just, I was, I was so See, I, I get really worried about stuff like, cause I, like, I'm nobody, right? Yeah. In, 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 no, in, we know. in the ladder of comedy, ah! in the ladder of comedy, I'm a nobody, yeah. right? But I'm still so conscious that hopefully things will get better and bigger or whatever. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to be a, a wanker to anyone. So much so that yesterday, this is completely yesterday, what, two weeks ago, I met two comedians who were kind of at open mic level. We we're all drinking, having a lovely time. And one of them said, oh, I've got a gig on Monday. Do you want to come? Right? Oof. But I, I drunkenly said yes. <laughs> so I virtual of hell. I know. I drunkenly said yes. Ah! Right? And then I was like, oh, my preview's at six o'clock at Top Secret. Uh, so yeah, sure, I can make it. Then, the day before yesterday, they messaged again saying, look, listen, it's a bring a gig. Oh, no! Right? It's a bring a gig. If you don't want to come, I won't be offended. But Can you what, what is a bring a gig for so, anyone who doesn't? A bring a gig, is, uh, when you start at the open mic level, there's loads of gigs where you have to bring a person with you, at least one, in order to perform at the gig. And you have, you're expected to stay till the end, right? I'm going to go on a little rant about that after right. I finish. I hate them. Anyway, so I was invited, but because I said yes, and this person is at open mic level, and this person, by all accounts, quote unquote, looks up to me, I was just like, I cannot, I cannot say no. I sat through three hours when I don't have time anyway. Wow. Of a gig that I did not want to be at. But I did it to support this person. And that luckily they did well. Their friend did really well. They were actually the two of the standout performers. But I was like, oh, this is. I'm... Be honest. Uh, did anybody else from the gig recognize you? Yeah. And did that feel good? Well, no, not really. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Because uh, if you go to that gig, you'd want somebody to be like, yo, you should like that. And you'd be like, uh, QI, say, three they, episodes. They didn't say it, but there was a lot of like, oh, 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 who's that? Is it? Uh, talk about bringer gigs. Yeah. So bringer gigs, you have to bring somebody to perform. Yeah. And they normally have to buy a drink. It's, a very, it's, it's really yeah. like horrible the way it's run. Stayer gigs are when you have to bring somebody and they have to stay. Stayer gigs, you don't necessarily have to bring someone, but you have to perform and then you have to stay for the rest of the gig. Yeah. So you have to become an audience. My favorite one is BYOB. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, be your own bringer. bringer. Oh. That's a new one. So a BYOB gig now, this is what they do in London. Yeah. Well, probably in New York as well, I imagine is. If you, like say, when I first moved to London, I didn't have any friends here, it was just me. And I'm actually doing- He still doesn't. And I want, thanks. 
And I doesn't definitely got no friend in this room. Who? What? What did these guys do? I was trying to think of you, and then I threw Alice and Owen in. I'm sorry. That, that was one of those jokes. I said it, and I went. Ah, kind of hate myself for that. That's why Chris Rock said, "Congratulations, carry on." Shut up. Uh, a BYOB means that you go to a gig. Yeah. And then if you can't bring a friend or a date, which is what most people do, yeah, Tinder is very useful for that. Yeah. You then have to go to a gig the week before oh, you perform. Yeah. Be an audience member for that entire till gig. the end. And then you come the following week can perform and you can leave. So you've got to be a, be your own bringer for one week. Yeah. Fucking... It's, yeah. Shame is delicious. Right. Well, look, uh, there's so much we, we are going to talk about, but not on today's episode. Uh, we had fun. It's been a fun one. It's been nice to be back in the studio. Nice to be back in the studio. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. This episode's going to be called Back in the Studios. Back at it. The boys back at it. The boys back. Boys. No, not boys. The boys back. That's weird. Boys. Could you call it congratulations, the boys are back? No. No. Okay. That's not great. Yeah, that's, yeah congratulations. We congratulate you. <laughs> the boys back. Back in. It doesn't matter. Why? Oh, it doesn't matter. Thank you so much for listening to Shameless Delicious oh, this week. Uh, please give us a like, give us a review, give us a comment. And I know some of you have taken it upon yourselves to write some negative comments about some of the things that are said here, particularly about me. All I'll say is, go fuck yourself. <laughs> right? Go and fuck yourself. But thanks for listening anyway. See ya. <laughs> Bye. Shame is delicious. Shame is delicious. Making bad decisions Shame is delicious Making bad decisions Shame is delicious Making bad decisions Shame is delicious Making bad decisions